Welcome to Be The Tortoise. My name is Claudia and this podcast is dedicated to all of us rushing women out there. Whether you feel like you're running through life or maybe just trying to find a little more balance in your day. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real authentic deep dives into everything mindset, yoga, self-love, mindfulness and everything in between. I am beyond excited to go on this journey together as we slow down, reconnect to our highest self and rediscover what it feels like to live a life filled with alignment. Let's dive in. Good morning, everyone. Oh, no, not good morning. You guys could be listening to this at like nighttime. (laughs) Anyway, it is morning (laughs) and I'm recording the fifth episode of Be The Tortoise. I'm very excited to be recording. I, full disclosure, I actually tried recording this episode last night, which is when I usually record my podcasts. I usually like to record them on a Wednesday because I have quite a um, bit of free space on a Wednesday. But yesterday, just my thoughts weren't really flowing. My words weren't coming out how I wanted them to, and nothing was really working. So I've decided to get up early on a Thursday and get this episode done because I want to stay super integral to uploading every single Monday for you all. So I'm feeling fresh. I have got my coffee with me and I am ready to go. I'm, yeah, I'm excited. This is a big topic. So for those of you who have read the title or maybe you've clicked on it due to the title, this episode is going to be on imposter syndrome. Now I have been recommended to do an episode on imposter syndrome, which I'm really, really happy about because imposter syndrome affects us all. At some stage in our life, for me, it's affected me quite a lot over the years, especially being someone who's really ambitious and driven and wants to sort of like create new things in the world. There is a lot of fear and a lot of, um, I guess, anxiety around bringing things into the world that potentially people either won't like or maybe I'll bring something into the world and it will cause people to not like me. So I'm hoping that this episode can be a super relatable story for some and potentially an insight to others into how imposter syndrome not only affects our inner world, but then also how we then let that imposter syndrome affect our outer world, our external environment, what we do, how we think, how we respond to people, all of those things. So I'm going to get straight into it. So what is imposter syndrome? So imposter syndrome, it is the persistent inability to believe, keyword believe, that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved. So for example, you have just scored a promotion in your job. Just say you have been told that you've been amazing and you've just scored a promotion. Now, as soon as you started to experience this new elevated job, I guess, in the workplace, and you are doing the things, you are taking on maybe more responsibility, all of a sudden, this little voice in the back of your head comes up and goes, who do you think you are? 
(laughs) You don't deserve this. Or there are so many little stories and different ways of saying the same thing. But basically, this little voice in the back of your head comes in and basically tries to tell you all the reasons why you are not deserving of this promotion. Now, that's just one example of where we can experience imposter syndrome, but we can experience imposter syndrome in so many different areas of our life, not just career. So another example is if you are, if you start talking to someone new, all right, you're looking for a relationship and you start talking to someone and you find this person and they are amazing. They are just ticking all your boxes. You want to be around this person. Now, they are so incredible to you that this little voice starts to creep up in the back of your head and start saying, oh, I don't know if you deserve this kind of person. I don't know if you're worthy of this person. I don't think you're good enough. And this little voice starts to take over and dictate how we then respond to that person. Now, I'm going to go into this a little bit later in the episode about how imposter syndrome affects our responses in our external world. But first, I want to dive right into the two main stories that come up when we experience imposter syndrome. Okay, so imagine this. You've just received a promotion or actually use your own example. If you have an example right now in your life where you're experiencing these kind of feelings absolutely insert your own example here. But for example, you've just got the promotion. Now, number one story that comes up when you achieve this thing, you start talking to this new person. Number one story, I am not good enough. And oh my gosh, this story dictates our life. I don't know if you are anything like me, but this I am not not good enough story has played in the back of my mind and still plays in the back of my mind since who knows when. I'm talking like when I was a kid. And this stuff starts from when we're children. These stories are created from when we are young. Something happens when we're young, we're, we're told, or maybe we experience something that makes us feel not good enough, and boom, for the rest of our life, we are not good enough. So that's number one story that can come up. Number two, and this is only if you can actually get over the I'm not good enough story, because that's a real big one. Number, number two is who do I think I am? There could be so many other people worthy of this promotion. There could be so, there are so many other people in this world that could do what you're doing potentially better than you're doing it. So why on earth did I get this promotion? Why am I speaking to this person? Who am I to start a podcast? Who the hell do you think you are? And that is the second little voice, and it's actually not little, it can be feel quite large at the time, that comes up and starts to dictate how you feel about the current situation. Alrighty, so now that we are deep into this conversation, we're into the juiciness of this, I want to revert back to the definition of imposter syndrome. Now, remember earlier in the episode when I made a key point about the word believe. So I'll repeat the definition. So imposter syndrome is the persistent inability to, keyword, believe 
that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved. Now, believed is what I want you to focus on here because what you believe can change. Our beliefs are not set in stone. As much as sometimes they feel like they are, they are not. They can be changed. Believe is the issue here. The reality is what it is. You've already scored the promotion. You're already potentially talking to the person. You're already doing the things that you feel like you're not good enough to do. Most likely, you're already a step or two into that position or into that role. So when these feelings come up, it is, the issue is that we don't believe that we are worthy of this experience. So what do we do? What do we do when we have imposter syndrome and just feel like we cannot move forward? These thoughts, these feelings keep arising to the surface. Now, this is where it gets juicy. This is where we start to talk about some of my favorite topics. I love psychology. I've always been obsessed with psychology. For those of you who didn't know, I can't remember if I actually spoke about it in episode one, but I studied psychology when I came out of school after year 12, decided to not continue the course and become a personal trainer instead. But the passion for understanding the brain, understanding why we do what we do, why we think the way we think has always been very strong even to this day. So this is where the juiciness begins. We need to focus on our levels of consciousness. So the first step of actually changing our beliefs is becoming aware of what we call the subconscious mind. So we have the conscious mind and the subconscious. The conscious mind is all of our thoughts, our feelings, our memories that we are aware of in the moment. So for example, I am consciously aware right now that I am sitting in a cupboard (laughs) recording this episode, trying my best not to muck up my words as I do this. That is a conscious thought. Our subconscious mind, however, is very, very different. So whatever has passed the conscious mind, whether we have been aware of it passing the conscious mind or not, All of this data goes into our subconscious mind. And I like to see it as a bank of data, almost like a storage space of data from our experiences that hold all of our stored beliefs, all of our morals, our values, all of the programs that are running our whole body behind the scenes. So we don't actually need to think about how we breathe. We just breathe. We do it without consciously thinking about it. That's a really good example of a subconscious program. So we have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. Conscious is what we're aware of. Subconscious is all the programming that we aren't aware of. It is in the back part of our brain. 90% of what we do in our day, the way we think, the way we feel, the way we habitually act, all of our skills are due to our subconscious programming compared to only 10% being from our conscious critical thinking brain. Now that is an absolutely wild statistic and I'm sure most of you would agree. That literally means that 90% of everything that we do, the ways that we feel, the ways that we think, the automatic processes that we do day in and day out are all being dictated from our subconscious mind, from a place that we aren't being consciously aware of in the moment. 
We are just doing them. It's almost like it's a it's a natural habit. We don't have to think about why we're sad. We just are sad. And sometimes we don't even know why we're sad. <laughs> it's so nuts. It's so crazy. Okay, so now that we sort of understand the difference between the conscious and the subconscious, we need to work with our subconscious mind. Now, if it's true that our subconscious mind holds all of our beliefs, our morals, our values, our automatic skills, then it is our subconscious mind that we need to work with to then change, redirect, and create new patterns, so new stories. And I like the word stories because a story is different from the reality. The story is, I'm not good enough, or you're not good enough, or I'm not worthy enough, whatever the story is there for you that's causing you imposter syndrome. But the reality is that you have the job, you have the promotion, you are speaking to that person, you are recording the podcast, people are listening. So this, I like the word story because it makes it sound not true. Because a lot of the time, the stories that we tell ourselves, that little person on our shoulder, that little voice in the back of our head, it is all made up crap. <laughs> and it is stemming from these unconscious limiting beliefs that we have stored deep within our subconscious from when you were young. And this is the hard part about this. The longer that you have been running these stories, whatever it is. For me, it's the I'm not good enough story. For you, it could be something else, maybe worded a little different. But the longer that you have had this subconscious paradigm within the back of your mind, this program, this story, the stronger the story will play out in your life. So if you've believed for a very long time, like me, put my hand up here, that I'm not good enough to have that thing, to go for that job, to be someone of value in this world, then my reality is going to show that because that's what I believe. And what you believe will always become your reality. And I could go off on a tangent now into law of attraction and energy and frequencies. I'm going to try and stay to this podcast to imposter syndrome because this is a this is a whole kettle of fish. This is a really big topic to speak on. But what you believe, I'm going to say moral of this conversation, what you believe will become your reality. And what your subconscious believes will become the way you experience the external world. So what we need to do now is simple. Or look, it's simple to say, a lot harder to do. <laughs> we need to change the story. We need to change what's called the paradigm, the program, the actual connections in our brain that have gotten stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger over time telling us that we are not good enough or we are not worthy enough or whatever that story is for you. And there's a really easy concept that I have used now for over, I'm going to say over 10 years. Is it 10 years? Yeah. I was 17 when I heard about this concept and I'm 27 now. So for over 10 years, I have used this simple analogy and it has transformed my life and it is super simple and you may have heard of it you may have not but 
this is everything and I always come back to this because in the world we live in there's so many complex ways of trying to do the same thing but keeping it simple is for me the easiest most effective thing I can do when it comes to working with subconscious paradigms and working with my mind so If you have a piece of paper, great, get out a piece of paper and a pen. If not, I'd just like you to imagine. So I'd like you to draw two circles. One circle, you're going to label story. The second circle, you're going to label reality. Now, pick an example of either your own. You can use my example if you can't think of any. And in the reality circle, you're going to write out everything that is actually reality you actually got that promotion or you're actually speaking to this person or you actually have this many people listening to your podcast that is reality it is tangible it is a fact it is a statistic it is happening and then I'd like you to write out everything else all of the other comments statements that come up for you when thinking about this experience and either place them in the reality or the story circle. For example, I'm not good enough. That is not a reality. The reality is I got the promotion. The story that I'm telling myself is I'm not good enough to have that promotion. So I'm going to place the I'm not good enough story in the story circle because it is a story it's not my reality and with every single decision every single experience that I've had where imposter syndrome has come up for me I have used this analogy of the two circles one is my reality one is my stories and I differentiate the two so clearly sometimes it's just about getting it out of your head and on paper and seeing what is real and what isn't. And when you realize that all of these stories, they feel real because they're subconscious programs that maybe have been playing out in your life for decades. But when you realize that they're only stories, the awareness alone of that, seeing that it is not actually your reality, has been a massive, massive help for me to then keep pushing through, to then keep doing the thing. And as simple as this analogy seems, I will be the first one to say it is not always easy to determine which circle to place the thing in. Because some experiences, some paradigms, some stories feel so real. They feel like they are your reality. It sometimes feels like you really don't deserve that promotion. And it can feel like no matter how hard you work and no matter how much you give, it is just not enough. And when we get to that point, this is where our external reality can come crumbling down and we can feel imposter syndrome to the point where it feels crippling. To the point where it feels like, well, why, why do I keep going? Why do I even bother? And if you have hit this point, I feel you. I have been there. There's been many times in my life where 
I have self-sabotaged good things in my life simply because of this deep insecurity of I'm not good enough. But, and this is the big but, (laughs) the more that we can become aware that these internal stories, these old paradigms that have just been sitting in the background of our life for potentially years, years and years and years, when we can become aware of these paradigms, of these stories, and chuck them in the story circle and realize that they are not your reality. You got the promotion. You have the job. You are talking to the person. You are doing the thing. The more that you look at what is actually happening and the less you look at the story, the less you listen to that internal ugly narrative that tells us that we aren't good enough or worthy enough for whatever it is, the quieter that voice on your shoulder becomes. And over time, you give it less strength. You listen a little less, you listen a little less. And I'm telling you from experience, that story, that internal paradigm of I'm not good enough is still there. It still pokes its head up every now and then. And I'm very aware that it's there. But it's because I'm aware that it's there that I can catch it when it comes up and not let it dictate my actions. In this podcast, for example, I had imposter syndrome come up when I was about to record this episode yesterday, but I didn't let that dictate the fact that I wasn't going to record this episode. I may have had to close my laptop and sleep on it, but I woke up this morning determined to film this or record this. I wasn't going to let this little internal ugly imposter syndrome narrative of I'm not good enough dictate my actions. Now, before I close this conversation, I do want to make a quick mention into if you are new at something. So if you are new in your industry, whether that be in career, or maybe you're trying something new in your relationships, whatever it is, if you are just simply not where you want to be yet, or you don't have all of the knowledge that you wish you had, because that's really normal to experience imposter syndrome if you aren't knowledgeable like other people in the same field. So if you are a little piece of advice, even if you aren't the best yet or where you want to be, you are still most likely 10 steps ahead of the people that you are helping, whether that be students, clients, whatever, whatever you're doing, whatever profession that you're in, you are most likely still 10 steps ahead. So it's okay. You will get there over time. And if you are anything like me with perfectionistic traits when I do something I want to do it the best I can do it it's not really an ego thing it's more if I'm specially giving a service to someone I want to give the best service if I'm talking on this podcast to you I want to make sure that I articulate everything in a way that makes so much sense and it just resonates I don't want to do a half-assed job so I hear you I feel you if you are starting something new and imposter syndrome is coming up and you're just not sure um, what to do and all of these voices are in the back of your head take a breath Take a breath, have some patience, realize that this is a journey. You don't start something and then get to the end straight away. 
Anyway, I am going to leave it there. I hope you all have enjoyed this week's episode of Be The Tortoise. I have loved speaking to you today. I feel like imposter syndrome happens to us all and it creeps its way in. And unless we have the right tools and strategies to actually work our way out of it and think our own way out of it, it can become really crippling. So I really hope that this episode resonated with you. And like always, I'm going to end the podcast with a quote. And the quote is this, it's not what you are that holds you back. It's what you think you are not. I'll read it again. It's not what you are that holds you back. It's what you think you are not. Do not let the feeling of imposter syndrome stop you from going towards your goals. You are deserving and worthy and enough of having anything that you wish in your life. And that little voice that creeps up in the back of our mind doesn't need our attention. We can switch it off. We can quieten it down. We do not need to listen because a lot of the time what it's saying isn't real. I hope you all have the most beautiful rest of your week and I am excited to speak to you in next week's episode. Have a good week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Be The Tortoise. If you've enjoyed this episode, if it's resonated with you in some way, or maybe inspired you to take aligned action towards a slower life, I would absolutely love to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at your underscore wellness warrior. And if you'd like to hear future episodes, go ahead and subscribe and share it with a friend. Can't wait to speak to you next week. Bye.